0: need to get Kim some
1: spray. Oh, I had spray. Did you? Yeah.
0: Kim, you need to spray. Spray. Okay. (laughs) Kim's going to spray. This is great. This is great. I am so excited to be here.
2: Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm feeling really uh, positive about this as always. Can you tell?
0: I can tell good I'm so glad I'm so hanging can. out with my
2: friend Tamara Medford
0: and I'm hanging out with my good friend Lane Kennedy
2: and we're hanging out with you
0: and we have a guest today I'm Ooh. so excited
2: so excited we have Kim with us
0: sober is the new cool
2: sober is the new cool so cool
0: it's so cool Kim
2: welcome to the show
0: Thanks for having me. I love you girls. I love everything you do. I love that. Have you sprayed, Kim? Did you spray? Oh, oh yes, I did. Oh, I- good. Good. See, we're all in the spray zone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for, you know, I've been
2: following you for a little while now. Well, pandemic world, that's how I met you, Kim. That, that's how I met Tamar. That's, that's how we meet people now. <laughs> it's <laughs> online. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, so I'm really excited to have you on the show. We've had a couple of interactions before and I just want to get to know you more because I think you're on some kind of mission to like change the world. Honestly, like I see you like just making things happen. I'm like, I, I need more of Kim in my life. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners and we have, you know, listeners now in, uh, oh, we have a listener in Russia. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have listeners in Japan, Costa Rica. Singapore, the Czech, uh, Canada, of course, whoop, whoop. Uh, you know, so we have listeners. This is like becoming a really incredible global community and we want them all to know who you are, Kim. So share a little bit about your story and like how you got here, like what's happening?
1: Well, so in 2013, actually, uh, my son, Matthew, uh, from one day to the next, started having seizures, mouth seizures. And so... He was an avid football player, a regular 13-year-old kid that just was out and about and having, you know, a great, great life. And needless to say, uh, our life just turned upside down from one minute to the next. And at first they thought, oh, it's a concussion. It's this, it's that. It's not like, you know, we'll get through it. And within the first year, I think we had um, probably 11 seizures. What? So, yeah, yeah. So and huge ones like in the ambulance on the way. And even with the medication they were giving him, um, it was really hard to get it under control. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally, I guess about month six, we he was like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> better and <laughs> better. And so one day I said, Okay, Matt, you have got to get out, you've got to start seeing your friends again. Mm-hmm. And I would take him out and I drop him off 20 30 minutes later, he called me said, come and get me. So after the third time, I said, this, this isn't working. What's going on here, you know? So, Mom, everybody drinks. And like in Canada, everybody starts at 18. So, yep. uh, 13, the boys in the park, backpacks, whatever. And so, he just felt very, um, like he didn't fit in. So, I said, oh, come on, come on, come on. And as I said it, I said, you don't need booze to have fun. And I had the biggest glass of wine in my hand, And I yeah. thought, you are such a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So, trust me, I don't know what happened because I wouldn't do a diet before that without <laughs> booze in it. And so, I said, Matthew, I'm going to stop drinking for three months. And honestly, I mean, it was like, I don't know, it was like a truck hit me and I just thought three months. I can do three months. Yep. And three months came and went and then um, he said, you see now, you can be like everybody else. <gasps> so, I thought, oh, no, okay. <sighs> I thought, okay, we're going to do another three months. Mm-hmm. And Then I'd hear him tell his friends, "You can't bring booze into the house because my mom quit drinking for me." And I thought, "This is weird. He's got a medical condition, and he's afraid to say he can't drink." Mm -hmm. Like this is like just. And I have to tell you, the first six months, wherever I went, people would say, "Oh, come on, just come here in the corner. Nobody's going to see you. You can have a drink with me. No, we're we're not going to tell, right?" And I said. I'm gonna know. I told my son I'm doing this with him. And it's gonna be ten years, January uh twelfth, two thousand twenty-three. yeah. Okay. I never had another
2: drink. I have so many questions now. <laughs> Tamar, that's do you have it. questions? Of
0: course I do. Okay, you why don't you start and then I'll get in. I I just, you know, wanna start off by saying congratulations. I think that's so amazing. And you know, it just goes to show you that when we remove toxic substances out of our body. How what an amazing life we can create, right? And I I just love that you started to do it for your son, and then you realized what the benefits were over time. And you know it's just so drinking is so socially acceptable. You know you know Lane and I have talked out about it before that you know the commercials they glamorize drinking and it's fun and it's this and it's that and it's it's harmful. And and I believe there's studies coming out now finally where they're starting to talk about that a little bit more that it's not okay to drink every day like you know I know lots of people who have that big glass I had that big glass of wine because you wouldn't catch me with these little glasses of wine in my home it's like no it almost had to be one of those big margarita glasses of wine right and that was the norm so yeah I just commend you and Lane I'm curious what you have to ask okay are we ready ready ready
2: ready let's let's strap on the seatbelt. so this happened when he was 13 yeah. out of the blue nothing no, like all of a sudden it just grandma's seizure
1: well they figure football the neurologist says no he was just predisposed to seizures probably because his his brain lights up like a christmas tree but football didn't help i think it just like
2: Got you it. know well yeah so in the work that i do you know there's a tr- here's my word there's a trigger right? That hits our DNA and then we have an experience. We change our life Uh, and then it's not going to change unless you do, unless you do live a lifestyle that's different, right? So that's what you did. You started living a lifestyle that was different. So let's go back to you now just for a second. How old were you when this happened? I was
1: 51 or 52, 51 because I'll be, I'll be 62 in January, right around my birthday. So it'll be 10 years. Yeah. So I was oh, just no. about 52,
2: yeah. Wait a minute. You ha- so he's, you had him when he, he
1: you well were, like
2: Well, I was older when
1: I had him, but now he's you, gonna be 25. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh he, my you know. God,
2: I love this. You're my yeah. people. I had Adrian when he, I was 41, I think, or something like that later in life. So it was, yeah. you know, like being a more mature mom, right? It's a different experience completely. Uh, people don't understand that they're like, why don't you just get up and go and start running? I'm like, Oh God, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here people. <laughs> oh man. So, okay, let's go back to your, uh, the the first three months when he said, well, you can just be like, you know, like that, yeah. that comment.
1: Well, for me, it was like, wow, this uh-huh. is crazy that he feels like this. I just, and I mean, quite honestly, alcohol in my family, there had been issues with it with other family members. So I wasn't a stranger to alcohol problems. Yeah. Um, So but I didn't think I was a problem. I didn't think I had a problem.
0: Right.
1: I obviously did. Now looking back, um, was I out of control? No, was I, I was doing the perfect mom thing. I was doing the fundraisers for cancer and everything on the outside looked, you know, picture perfect. But quite honestly, I, was, I guess I was just not happy. I, I wasn't motivated. I didn't have like real passion like I have today. I wasn't exercising as much. I wasn't meditating. I was drinking a lot of wine. I was drinking, I was drinking having a lot, lot of wine. cigarettes.
2: <laughs> I was drinking a lot of wine. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you drink out of the box or a bottle? Bottle. Okay. Bottle.
0: Never a yeah, box? Uh, no, nope, Never box. Nope. I did the box. I did you the box. You did the box? Yeah, of course I did. Oh my God. I and, love it. And you know, I have a question. How much did you drink? Like, you know, because I think there mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. seem to gauge whether or not they've got a problem based on the, the amount they drink, but really it's the fact that we turn to it, right? It's we use it to numb. Yeah. It's not a, a quantity.
1: <laughs> no. And, and some nights it would be half a bottle, like you know, I'd do it right after um, homework. It was like I deserved it, kind of thing. Yeah. It, oh, was, yeah. it, was, it was more like, okay, you know, cook, starting dinner or, and then my husband would come home and, okay, well, I'll have another one. You know, it was kind of, it was yeah. just a habit. And, um, but I was emotional. I was very sensitive. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I still am, but I think I hated confrontation. So mm-hmm. uh, the liquid courage was when I would like let loose. Mm-hmm. and then cry and then cry naturally mm-hmm. right after i said something cuz i felt guilty you know there was just all that you know and not, not feeling good enough quite honestly i realize now looking back i felt i should have been a doctor i should have been a lawyer i should have been this i should have been, i wasn't tall enough i wasn't skinny enough i wasn't pretty enough there was always something i wasn't right and now I mean, I just don't want anyone to have to wait till they're 60 to have to feel like they're okay. I'm not perfect. I have a lot to do, I still, but I'm okay. And I'm happy with who I am, finally. And I don't want others to have to wait to that age. I just don't, I I find that's such a waste.
2: Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. That is it right there. It's like, we are gifted this life with a purpose. And it's our job to discover that purpose so we can make a shift and change in the world. And you Mm -hmm. have found yours. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So what inspired, okay, so he, let's go back again. He, you know, he had to stop because of the seizures. Did he get that connection, like I need to stop drinking because of this? Or was there like a, you know, it took him a while to like figure that out?
1: He knew that he had to. But yeah. did we end up back in an ambulance? Yeah, because yeah. he he would go to a party um, and he would have a few drinks. Because I'll tell you, the hospital did say to him, here in Quebec anyways, you're allowed to um, be a child alone in a, in a room with a doctor after the age of 14 without your oh. parents. Oh,
0: God, no. Wow. <laughs> I would...
1: Yeah, i was lucky my son would always say no my mom can stay with me Mm. and they said you know there's not a problem for you to have one or two drinks what Mm -hmm. and i don't know any 15 year old boy or at that point i guess we were at 15 because we were in and out of hospitals Mm -hmm. i mean for i've only you know forever and i thought what yeah you know and a few times he'd say, okay, i I'll, I guess in his brain, I'll have one or two and one or two went to three or four or five, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah. He, he was one of the boys, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you take a drink, the drink takes you. So you don't have any control over that anymore. Yeah. Oh God bless him. So he did finally put the drink down.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like now he just, he won't even have a, uh, I mean, we were three years seizure free at one point. Then we had about three years of seizures again. Mm. And now we're going to be five years seizure free in January. Amazing. So, yeah. So he won't, you know, sometimes people say just have a glass of wine or, and he just says, no, I don't drink. I, and, but he doesn't like being around it. You know, uh, there's uh, people here that are drinking. He'll kind of hang out for a while and then he kind of disappears. And I have to say, I don't stay at parties as long as I used to either. I, you know, I, I, I I do my thing and I leave by a reasonable hour and, you know.
2: Yeah, we don't need to. Uh, And you've committed to your recovery, your sobriety. I mean, it just happened. I think
1: part of my luck was that because he was so sick, Mm -hmm. And I was a control freak. I wanted to fix him and I couldn't. This was all I could do to help him at that time. And then, you know, it was like, he used me as a crutch. I think I used him as a crutch at the beginning while I'm quitting for Matthew. It was all about Matthew. It wasn't saying I have a problem or I feel better without alcohol or, and, and, you know, it was like, oh, well, no, I don't drink because of Matthew. I always threw Matthew into the mix so people wouldn't look at me, you know, because sometimes you go to a party and now I say it very quickly. No, I don't drink. And you get those eyes sometimes, you know, like, yeah. oh, okay. yeah, what's, wrong <laughs> what's wrong with you? Wrong with, mm-hmm, what what mm-hmm. happened to you in your life, you know, with, or were you traumatized or this or that? And it's like, no, you know, not going there. And, and I don't have to use him, but I love my life now and much more than I ever did. So, so good. it's, it, it is. And I have to say it was pretty, the first year was bad. It was like no restaurants, no this, no that. Because, you know, this place was with red wine. This was, you know, yep. sushi and rosé and then and martinis at this place. And so that was, you know, I just stayed away from a lot. And then until year six, that was the first year we left Matthew alone. So I had no control over him. That summer was like I could have jumped on everybody's glass of wine or martini. I, I had just literally had to do like 360s all the time and turn around and leave where I was. And I guess because I had, he was good and I didn't have anything really to worry about. And then I had all these things going through me, right? Mm-hmm. Different emotions, different thoughts, all this free time Mm -hmm. because when you don't drink you have a lot of free time i find you do (laughs) and um you know i exercise but i'm not gonna exercise eight hours a day so like let's call it state of faith you know so um yeah so that was a hard summer but i got through it and uh you know, I mean I still this summer I had a trigger. I was at somebody's house and they had a bottle of pink champagne and that was one of my all time mm-hmm. favorites. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen that bottle in like forever. And I was like, Oh you know, like it was mm-hmm. like this yeah. this breath. And I had to like, whoop, just do like a three sixty turn around and just and then I was fine. But I have to say, I thought, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. I just can't take that chance. I can't take that chance to lose what I found. No. It's the best thing going. It's the best
0: thing going, and people don't get it. Yeah. Ugh. And and I love how you know sober is the new cool.
2: It it is. Okay, tell us
0: about that. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, where'd this come from? I'm like, who is this lady?
2: Look (laughs) at her; she's gorgeous. What's (laughs) happening? If you don't know what Kim looks like, you have to go to Instagram right now and look her up. She is absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you just told us your age, and I'm like, what? Are you seriously? um her hair i'm like so envious of your hair i have i'm just like i I want that so sober is the new cool yeah well what is it my
1: when when matthew got sick i said we've got to do something and so i figured i found this in my brain one day sober is the new cool my sister made the logo she made it going this way i turned the paper on the computer right this way and i liked it better like this anyways. So it was born, but for him, it was all about him. It was about him to find, to say, "This is what you know." I was doing something about so everybody could be cool, whether you drank, you didn't. And I used to say to him, "You know, Matthew, when I was growing up, everybody would drink and drive. You guys don't do that. It's kind of the same Mm -hmm. thing." Mm -hmm. And then we, I just got people sending messages from everywhere, Mm -hmm. like just everywhere, and it just turned into. A thing like it's just crazy, and then with the epidemic, then it just blew up. It was just nonstop, and you know, I've never had daughters; always wanted daughters, and now I feel like I've got them all over the world. They're like, you know, and I'm so, you know, it makes my heart sore to see these young women taking control of their life at a young age, and whether they start and stop, I I don't, I don't want that. Day one, I hate that day one thing. It's like just be happy, whether it's day one, the first day, or you have to come back to day one. Who cares? You're back. You're trying, and you know what? I did it at fifty-one. You, they're doing it at thirty or twenty-five. Like, mm-hmm. how wonderful is that? Mm-hmm. And the man, the sober dad, yeah. they're like they're all saying that they're so much more in tune with their families. They're, you know, they're taking control of, you know, just their part. And, and they just, I, I hear them, they say, I just felt at the end of the week, I deserved that drink or I deserve to go out with the boys or I deserve the same kind of thing I was saying before. I deserved it after homework. And it's just, you know, I think for kids to look up to their parents and see that they're walking, and the talk, you know what I mean? They're not just saying, oh, do this, do this, do this. And I'm not, you know, they're really standing behind and it's healthy and it's wellness and it's, to me, it's just, you know, learning how to deal with your feelings without, you know, having to mask anything. Because to me, I guess because we did so much therapy, Matthew and I, I really realized that, you know, the, the booze thing for me was probably like part of a Band-Aid. It was like there were things I didn't want to think about or, or, or I would hide or I would, you know, so the booze was just like just to, to keep everything kind of down. And when you rip the bandaid off, everything else comes out. Right. And so it's just sadness and fear and whatever else I had to get through and, and deal with. And I'm glad I did. And, you know, I really think he gave his sickness
0: gave me back my life. I, you know, I'm thinking about the the first three months, right, that you said, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to quit for three months. And it makes me think of, you know, the dry January and all that kind of stuff is... I, I did so many of those and of course I drank I never made it the 30 days without actually you know because it was always like well works really hard I mean I have to, I have to have a drink tonight and a lot of people do that like a lot of people as soon as something they're charged by something it's like I need a drink right that's what seems to be one of the first things that a lot of people turn to. and you know in in these months that we I'm all about people trying sobriety whether they make that a lifestyle or not so you know I'm not trying to say anything negative about it but I feel like a lot of people they experience these months where they go 30 days without drinking they know how good it feels but on that like day one again the next month they can't wait to pick up that drink again right and that's what we do it's like a diet You know, I, I do that with ice cream. Like you were talking about seeing that bottle of wine. Like when I see a dessert, I'm like, I mean, Lane knows the facial expression that happens when I see something like that. And it's, (laughs) it's really hard to say no, but I just wish more people that, that felt like they have to give it up for that 30 days would take a look at that and realize like, what if I actually took it out of my life altogether? What would happen? Right. Because that's self care. Yeah. Right, that's Ultimate. taking care of your body and like you said we use it to not feel i mean that's why we drink it after work because we're trying to forget that shitty day we had yeah that's, and
2: self-care
1: yeah Go yeah ahead, and, and and i think too the whole it it is a habit i think for a lot of people i mean it's a bad habit it's like you know if you quit when i was smoking so i quit I don't know, fifteen times in my life before it stuck. No, no, but you know, I never felt really that bad, right? And somehow, when people stop drinking and then they make a mistake, they really feel bad. And I think, wow, no, no, you tried. It doesn't go up. Uh, poof, everything's gone, and you, you, everything good disappeared. Just try again, you know. And that's what I want to get people to realize, also that. You know, even, you know, maybe do a dry October and then hopefully do, you know, dry January. And then, you know, maybe with time, they'll learn that they don't need it. Because, I mean, look at all the ads, like you said before. It's like the pretty people, the good looking people, the yachts, the this, the that. It's like a lifestyle of like, you know, glam, right? And it's not very glamorous 90% of the time.
0: <laughs> no, I can't remember any pool parties that were glamorous for me no <laughs> um, i
2: can but that's for another show uh
0: so kim i, I want to get a little pre- uh, can i get
2: personal can we get personal yes 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 okay yes. so i'm all about the aesthetics and like i mentioned your hair before yeah has your hair always been like that
1: at 30 it started to go white my father is slovak my father is Slovak. Okay. start with that my mother's french canadian but my father's Slovak. so half my head was white so oh they God. started putting brown into it right oh, no. to, to, and it would just it was a disaster so mm-hmm. finally I guess about I was 35 mm-hmm. and I mean it, it wasn't cool then eh like it's cool now to have white right. hair at that time it was not cool and everybody right. kept saying oh you're going to look so old and mm. my hairdresser said we're just going to start putting white in the back just keep putting white into and you know what, it just got whiter and whiter. And I've got one patch in the back, this mm-hmm. big still mm-hmm. that's black mm-hmm. that I go really? to once. Yeah, and he, he said he's never seen anything like it. 15 years and it's the same little spot. And mm. I go like once every three months, but everywhere else. And if you see me like mm-hmm. in real life, you see I still have like, you know, the when it's real hair, yeah. it's not yeah. like colored all white. He's got the little black speck somewhere. So I have nice. that.
2: It's so and perfect. It's so perfect, you know. And there's, mm-hmm. there's the um, there was a movement during pandemic where all the women like yeah. couldn't do their hair, right? And and so then everybody was all of a sudden the gray gray movement. I don't know what it's called. Yes, it was, yes. It, right? They were not doing their hair, and they was so gorgeous. I was like, yes, yeah, I love it. Uh, so I feel like you know you were ahead of the curve on that. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: and i have to say what actually the one good thing about having this hair color when i was doing those cancer um yeah, events and stuff the women that were getting cancer that were losing their hair and when it was coming back in it was salt and pepper it was uh, freeing for them to see me at a, such a young age yeah. having white hair you know yeah. it was like yeah and then it was like wow i'm gonna have white hair now and they were like oh this looks good you know yeah. it's not because that was not Cool. Thirty years ago, let's call it state a right. state. White hair was not quite
2: in. <laughs> it's in now. But look at Maryland, right? Maryland had yeah beautiful white. I mean, Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's like if you can carry it, you can carry it. So
0: yep, kudos yeah. to
2: you. Uh, now that you are living this sober as a new cool life. Uh, what do you do with yourself? Like, what is what do your days look like?
1: Well, I have lot. I get up in the morning and i you know i i i'm a spiritual person in the sense i don't go to church and all that often but i feel there must be some kind of divine intervention cuz i get up and i think about certain people mm. and i start sending messages and for the love of god don't ask me why they go how did you know i needed you today and it's mm. and and or i open my phone and i see something and i go wow what's going on you know and then i mean i just have people that contact me I mean, I'm on my phone like basically from I'd say seven in the morning till nine o'clock at night. Wow! Answering stuff and yeah. um, you know, but I have people from all different time zones. Like yeah. I have my I have a tattoo I did. Oh, I love it um, with a young girl from London, England, and we did it by WhatsApp. I was in what? Montreal. So cool. She was in. She was in um, London. We went the same day, the same time on our phones and did she likes pink hearts. I like white hearts. And we did the infinity sign because I used to say to her, I love you, infinity plus one. And um, yeah. And so we speak all very, very often. And I've got women all over the world that contact me and we just talk and men and, you know, I do podcasts. I, I do whatever. And whenever anybody asks me to do something, I say, yes, you know, and. I just feel that I'm here for this now. I don't know why, but this is.
2: Well, you got the tap on the shoulder, right? Like you, you were called and you answered the call. A lot of people don't answer that call. Mm-hmm. You know, service is, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not easy to be living in an act of service, you know, and, and I'm grateful that you are doing it and you have, you're so open about it right? Your heart is open for it. And it shows. I mean, it shows on your face, in your pictures, in how you talk to other people. It's so beautiful. So thank you for being of service and answering the call. But listen,
1: I, I honestly feel I, this is a gift that people trust me enough with mm. their story or their feelings. Yeah. And they know that I'm not going to, I'll always be there, whether they Make it through thirty days, or one day, or two years, or five years—I don't care, you know. And you know, you make a mistake. No, I'm not. I'm not going to be one of those. I just can't. I'm not going to judge. I, you know, I. God knows, I've never met anybody perfect, and so, you know, that's just. I just feel I'm the lucky one. I really do.
2: See, that's that is so good, Kim. Uh, Do you like playing games? Uh, no, I'm no not a big games. gamer. No, no games no, like really. no Monopoly, no Parcheesi, no what? Sorry. No, I don't know my this. mother's
1: like a big, a big like uh, card game, and Texas Hold'em? Dice game. No, anything, <laughs> anything. You know, I'm just, I, you know what I think it is? I'm not competitive. And when people get competitive playing games, oh, no. it's, yeah. I, it, it, it's, You know the scrabble thing when they're trying to do the words and then they start arguing about that's a word that's not a word i just i i i I guess i really uh i don't like negativity i'm really not good with negativity Mm -hmm. and um so I that's something I have to work on. So I was but, just
2: going to ask you about that. How do you work on negativity? Because there could be a lot of negativity in the online world. Let's face it. Yeah. Right. So how do you how do you protect yourself? How do you like what are you doing to work on that? Well, I
1: think when my, my uh, account got hacked um, last year, that was I thought I I Is broke that my the same my time- arm. With-
2: that Elise Sober Curator got hacked as well? Is that you guys got hacked yes. at the same time, right? Oh, yeah. nightmare. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. And
2: I felt like my arm had been cut off.
1: I had one woman that is sober, but she was going through cancer at the time. And it was a Sunday that it happened. And that Friday before she had said to me, she was going to find out her test results on the Monday. And I had said to her, don't worry. I promise you, I will call you no matter what. I'll, you know, I'll talk to you till you get to the doctors. and and." um my account got hacked. And, you know, on Instagram, it's, it's hard to find somebody because the yep. names are like so weird, right? And yep. if you don't yep. put it in exactly. And I thought she's been And she thought when I finally got my account back, she said, I thought you forgot about me. And oh, that, uh, I wow. swear, I, I tell that story and I still want to cry because I thought those were the things that bothered me the most. And then I have to tell you, I realized all these, People that were, you know, that had contacted me and said, "Can you help me do this?" or "Can you introduce me to this one for podcast?" or this or that, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Here, get you know, I'd call somebody, and and a lot of people weren't there for me, which was also very hurtful. I had a really hard time with that. Um, people unfollowed because they were afraid that they would get hacked. I got that, but when I asked people just so other people wouldn't get hacked, just post that, you know don't answer anything. A lot of people didn't do that either. So that was really a sad time in my life. And um, I had one man, Bobby Graham from California. He's a wonderful human being. He, um, I was complaining one day and he wrote, I don't know what he wrote, but basically, okay, stop your complaining, get back on it, get back to work and that's it. I don't wanna hear this nonsense anymore and you're gonna get better somehow, and everything's going to work out, you know, like, baby, basically, like a little slap, you know, like, off you go now, stop that, like whining and crying. And, and it changed my whole, uh, outfit, I thought, Oh, okay, you know what, all right, there's something better, something else. And, and sure enough, you know what, when I did get my account back, it was like, I did a cleanup of Mm -hmm. who should remain, uh, close to me and who shouldn't, which that was kind of, you know, I I don't like to see that. uh, I have felt like I had been used in some uh, circumstances, but you know what? That's on them. I said, no, I'm not going to, you know, that's on them. If they did that, that's okay. And I got to move on. So, so
2: it sounds like to me, that when you get any kind of negative like coming at you right you automatically default into service and you make it happen yeah 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 right have you always been like that in your life you know what i used to love
1: helping people and i remember years ago somebody saying to me i I had been hurt really really um from someone and Someone said to me, you know, Kim, if you expect anyone to be like you, you're going to be unhappy your whole life because people mm-hmm. aren't like you. And I thought, oh, they're just saying that to, to make me feel better at the time. But then I realized, you know what? There's, no. um, I just love to give. And, and if that's who I am, that's who I am. And, um, you know, I think I'm fortunate because I really do think I've gotten um, so much more good in my life than bad by giving. Mm-hmm.
2: Glass half full. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Tomorrow. Having a glass. <laughs> Having yeah, a right. glass. <laughs> uh Tamar, half glass full,
0: half empty. Half full. Half full. Hmm. We're, yeah. And you know, with the whole giving back, I mean, that's one of the things that I was taught when I first got sober. Is that when you start to get stuck in your head and things are happening in your world, give back. You always feel better when you're helping someone else because you're not thinking about yourself anymore. And that's such a gift to be able to recognize that.
1: And and you know, t- today I think, you know what? It's not that hard. It's, it's not that hard just to be nice. And yeah. somebody said to me about five years ago- Okay, wait, ago, stop, stop,
2: stop, stop stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Okay, okay, just say that again. It's not that hard to be nice. Exactly. It, It is not that hard to be nice. You and I know that, Tamar knows that, but people are just out of their minds. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. What do you think has happened, Kim?
1: You know what, I think there's a lot of people that really uh, are sad inside. Mm -hmm. And I really think they don't uh, feel really very good about themselves. And I try and remember that when I get really irritated with people. I really try mm-hmm. <laughs> to see that. Sometimes it's harder than others, but uh, it, I really do. I think there's a lot of sadness and, uh, you know, this, this whole world of people thinking that, you know, everybody's got the perfect life
2: and they don't. Yeah. Social media um, just really messed us up. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like, we're just damned if we do and damned if we don't, right? If we're not participating in it, then we don't meet, I don't get to meet people like you, but then there's the comparison. I don't do a lot of comparison, but I know that a lot of people do comparison. And there is something about how the world has changed and the isolation, the loneliness, that just, we're not meant to be alone. No. No. Right? We, like... I don't know i miss walking down the street and talking to the neighbors and saying hey do you have any sugar yes. we just we just don't do that anymore i'm like wh- why when did we stop being humans like wh-
0: i don't get it mm-hmm.
2: comments to you both what do you think i, I
0: think this started happening before the pandemic I yeah. Mean, oh yeah, the, yeah i yeah. think the pandemic just kind of threw that wall up right that we have to yeah. be cautious of everyone and everything now um but yeah, I think it's been a while. I mean, I can't, I can't remember the last time I had like a really great conversation with a neighbor. Why is that so strange? Like what? I don't, I, yeah,
2: go ahead. I Pam. don't
1: know. I don't know if it's that you know, this, uh, everybody's afraid of people, you know, like I, and I think it all goes back to talking about sobriety and mental health and everything. Everybody's so afraid that they're, you're going to find out their little secret. Well, the whole world has secrets. The whole world has little things in their closet that aren't picture perfect. And I'm starting to wonder if that's why people are so close, that they're afraid that, you know, whoever they are is going to come out, you know, or they're mm. they're worried about they're not good enough. Or I, I really do. I, I mm. you know, and it's kind of like when your kids are young and, oh, your kid gets 90 and your kid gets 60 and then, oh, you know that, oh, my kid's going to a prep school and my kid's not, that kind of stuff. And all this social pressure. Well, what about the kid that's sitting alone? Why are, not you should be proud of your kid went and sat with that kid. Why aren't we talking about that, you know? And I think that's part of the problem that everybody's so afraid that someone's going to judge them or they're not good enough. And so everybody kind of, you know, stays.
2: How can we change that?
1: I don't know. I, You know, I, I I know people look at me and they go like, oh, my God, there she is again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't either. Uh-uh.
1: Well, I, I had a few people this summer say uh, as they walked by me, hi, I'm Kim from Subway's the New Cool. And I said, yeah. And you know what? I'm helping people all over the world. You know, as opposed to getting upset like I used to, I just said, yeah, and I'm helping people all over the world and smile.
2: Wait, 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 they said that to you? <laughs> I, I, and you know, it was
1: that sarcastic half joke, half, oh my
2: God. Um,
1: you know, you think you're
2: all yeah. that. And then no. I, I
1: turned around and I said, if if I have to say hi, I'm Tim from Sober's
2: The New Cool and I help one person today, I'm good with that. I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah, what are you doing, asshole? Come on, <laughs> Jesus. People see this is okay, so this kind of just adds to the fire of you know, we're all isolated, alone, caught in our own thinking, caught in our own little worlds, in uh, you know, not enough, yeah, right, yeah. not uh, compare, you know, we're all comparing, uh, that that's not where we need to be going as a society, and that is why the now what society, boom, yeah. yeah, is so. Awesome, because we're trying to break through that, right? We're trying to build community, invite women to connect, you know, all over the world. We have listeners all over the world now, which is incredible.
0: This is not what I, tomorrow. did you think this was going to happen all over the world? No, I was thinking Canada, the U.S. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just blown away.
2: So I think there's something about like opening your heart, opening your your truth like, it is my truth to drop F-bombs, it's okay. <laughs> it is okay to let my feelings fly, like the flag. I am just gonna show who I am, and if you wanna hurt my feelings, come at me. Just mm-hmm. come at me, mm-hmm. right? Because just like you did, that's right, if I help one person, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're, I think we're living in this world right now where we're afraid, we're, so, we're like walking on eggshells around people. Everybody's so sensitive. It's like no, like let's just get along. Like, let's be nice. Let's be. Nice it did.
1: It 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 did hurt like me when she the first the first the woman said it. Of course, you know, it like, did. I, I, yeah. Like I gotta tell you, it was yeah. like, yeah, okay. And then I it just came and there was like a lot of women in the like semicircle where we I walked into, you know, yeah. and and you know, I I was unnerved by it. I have yeah. to admit it, yeah. but I I felt like okay now. I, I'm. You're not going to take my power. No, you're not it, taking my power today. Well,
0: and and it's because you're a woman with a big heart. Yeah. Right. You care. You help people. So you know you're human. It's going to hurt. And but I think that you know, Lane, when you ask that question, what do we do about it? Yep. We talk about it. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. some things that I've shared on the show mm-hmm. that you know, probably five years ago, I would have never ever thought of right. sharing in such a public way, but as we always talk about it's like mm-hmm. we have to start talking about this stuff because so many yeah. so many people go through the same things they're just too scared to come yeah. you know forward and say hey it's like talk to somebody
2: yeah we have yeah. to have the
0: conversations we have to be talking about things that
2: we feel mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we're afraid of so much in our world today right mm-hmm. from abortion to laws yeah. to drinking to what shoes I'm gonna wear with the outfit? Like, like, literally walking little fear bombs.
0: Not and how okay. many,
2: yeah. And how many sparkles do
1: I put on in one day that people talk about? Well, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: Keep your sparkle, Kim. No, we the love sparkles. Your are sparkle. so good. Yeah, the sparkles Did are it. so good
2: because you are being your true, authentic self, right? Yep. And that is what we all need to see. Mm-hmm. Right? That's peppermint patty. Peppermint patty right here in the house. (laughs) (laughs) We all need to be out there, you know, flying our freak flag, whatever flag you want (laughs) to wave. But I think that's what you do so beautifully, Kim. It's like you are making your mark in the sand. Like, this is it. Sober is cool. And I am going to be here with you. My heart is open. And we're going to walk the path. Yes. bam, Winning. Yep. Yeah. So, where do you want to be in five years, Kim? Well,
1: I'm waiting to hear if I'm going to be uh, accepted as a nonprofit right now. Not yeah. sure it's going to happen. Okay. Because uh, I have um, a few foundations that believe in what we're doing. Uh, you know, our our movement. And uh, um, if I don't get the status, well, I'll find another way. It's that yeah. simple. I'm yeah. going to just keep keep going somehow, some way, something else turn or work out. um, You know, I I think that if I can just keep doing what I'm doing, and, you know, help women and men, just not be afraid, not be afraid and know they're enough. And you know what they matter. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, honestly, it's going to be okay, you know, and the world needs you because there's only one of you. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. all, you know. And uh, nobody's got a perfect life, and
2: uh, so true. So true. Mm-hmm. It's no, perfection. Know, it's, yeah. no perfection. No uh, perfection. So we're. This is October. I'm like, what month is it right now? October. Yeah. October. You have some things coming on right now. You have your uh, sober October. You're you're highlighting people. You have yes. Some things. Yes. 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 Well, you know what? I thought
1: about it, and I thought, okay, for new people coming into this sober October, like yep. I want them to find like the best of the best. Yes. And, you know, I like to keep it as happy and, and positive as I can. But as like this week, I had to post about some mothers, one that's lost her son, mm. one um, that her son uh, is in rehab, another one that she's not sure where her son is, yeah. so, two other mothers that are fighting for children. And fentanyl is everywhere. Oh my God, don't get me
2: started. That's another one.
1: Yeah, and uh, so
2: (sighs) I have, and I love these women. I think
1: they are superheroes. Like the one woman that lost her son, it's 11 months today. She's She's sending out boxes of Narcan to other families. I mean,
0: you know, through
1: her grief and, you know, I have to admire someone like that and I have to help them tell their story. Yeah. and then you know there's people like today that i posted that just make me smile because whatever they write um or the post they do i swear i just smile and i take their post and send it to somebody else like like because i do that in the morning there's uh, a list of people that i go through that come into my brain and i post you know i just get these things and I think, wow, without these women or men, I wouldn't have seen that today. So I'm posting mm-hmm. just about good books that I've read. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, Harry, I, I wrote about him, Harry Kunin and his mother, the senator, uh, Madeline King. Um, yes. You know what? She could have said, no, I'm not going to tell my story. I'm a senator, blah, 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 whatever. And you know what? He fights for, for us every single day. He gives back to the sober community and the recovery world. And I just love them. And it was a story about a mother and his son. So I kind of related to that. And his view of what he went through and her view of what he, he went through, right? Or, and it was just an amazing book. And I think maybe for another mother and son, it would be a great book to read. So every day this month, I want to highlight somebody Uh, or different people, uh, coaches, you know, people, just young girls that are just making a difference, like nurses and doctors and ER specialists and, you know, teachers, um, all kinds of people, you know, mental health advocates, some yoga instructors, anybody and anybody that I just have a a great connection with. And I think somebody else could maybe, because let's face it, it's uh, an people need different things. So what I need might not necessarily be what somebody else needs. So I'm trying to do that. I'm wearing this necklace. I have to talk about this necklace. Yeah.
2: What is that? I wasn't going to ask.
1: This necklace is, it's called, it's, I put it twice around my neck, but you can wear it long. It's from peace and love jewelry. The woman's name is um, Nancy Davis. She lost her son and she started something called cure addiction now. So this, jewelry company they give back part of the proceeds to the recovery world and they have this new company this new uh instagram site called pure addiction now and they're fantastic and her too you know she's making a difference her daughter's working with her i just love hearing about these kind of stories of people giving back even through tragedy or whatever you know they're doing good and i love it and i figure it's not you know you know it's not something with the holidays coming everyone could it you know it's very yeah. doable basically it's cool. it's so super cute. you know and it's got every um good luck charm on it i, love, I it. love it you know and i thought we all need good luck right so yeah i love them and you know there's a lot of companies like that that i just feel that you know we should talk about you know and i'm going to feature you guys just because i love what you talk about you you know, this week you talk about aging. Well, all women are worried about that. <laughs> no, no, but food, yeah. you know, yeah. booze, this, that, it, and people are afraid to talk about it. You know, listen. I mean, I've had a few little ups, lifts here and there, and I'm not afraid <laughs> to say it. You know, that's right, sister. Sure. I di- I didn't have it at forty, and uh, I looked older at forty than I do now. So, uh-huh. you know, I mean, the booze without the booze is a big, a big, uh, the booze.
2: big benefit.
1: Yeah, right? big benefit.
2: That's like yeah. a natural facelift right there. Just yeah, yeah. get rid of the booze and get rid of the sugar. Your whole life yeah. will change. <laughs>
1: uh, sugar, I, I'm working on. That one could okay. feel well. Gonna... <laughs>
2: uh, in the community right now, we have the Witness Yourself Challenge where you can actually see yourself change in 30 days. If you'd like to join that challenge, you can do so by finding okay. out more at join. The Now at society. Boom. Com. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, do you have a would you rather?
0: I do not have a would you what? rather today. No. I, okay, I,
2: what's happening? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll one up. I'm going to roll it up here. Okay, let me, let me, I got I to gotta think about this for Kim. Uh, Kim, would you rather, would you rather, I can, I'm going blank. Would <gasps> you rather, <laughs> do you have one? Okay, I got,
0: would I got you one. rather,
2: oh, here we go. Would you rather give up using your phone, right, for a year, no phone, no tech, okay, or be connected to everyone in the world? I'd rather be connected to everyone in the
0: world. Whoa.
1: Because for me, my phone, that's... What connects me to everyone in the world right now? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, as much as I can, but if I could have everybody in the world, thought that would be my dream come true. Like in five that's years, everybody, like everybody, it's like everybody. That's like yeah, well, everybody. How much? <laughs> that's like yeah, a bill- much,
2: couple billion people. That's like
1: everybody. But how much could
2: I learn? Yeah, i like that. Yeah, the wisdom right there. The wisdom pearls are coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim, thank you so much for being on the show with us and hanging out with us. It's just a joy. Oh, Tamar, thanks as always.
0: Thank you, Lane. This is and thank you, Kim, because I think you're a beautiful person inside and out. And I'm just so grateful that we were finally able to connect here on the show, you know, because we're we get to see each other on social media and stuff. But it's just such a gift to be able to meet people like you that just give back and just give your whole heart to this. So thank you. Well, I, like I said, it's an honor for me to be here with you guys.
1: And I, I really feel I'm blessed to have you in my life. I really do. I, I do. I
2: do. Uh, for those of you who want to jump in and spray with us, yeah. you can head on over to the com forward slash spray and grab your bottle. And while you're there, you could also ask us some questions. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out, tomorrow. Thank you for hanging out, Lane. And thank you for being with us.
0: Bye, everyone.